Hello, friends. Hello, colleagues. Hello, listeners. This is the Platinum Business Break Podcast, and this week's episode is The Way Business Should Be, Season 3, Episode 12. And today, we're going to talk about my favorite topic. We're going to talk about vision, mission, all right, core values, culture. Oh, this is my favorite. And by the way, this is sponsored by Platinum Business Consulting. Right. Platinum Business Consulting was founded to help small to medium-sized business become a world-class organization, and it's not that hard to do. Uh, just because you're small doesn't mean uh, you, you can't be world-class, right? All right, we're going to jump right in. So again, a few weeks back, uh, had uh, for my vacation, had a, a podcast that I did on recalibrating my compass, kind of resetting my core values, and you know, basically how I think business should should operate. Okay, so you could go back and listen to that. That's about four or five podcasts ago. Uh, it's a great, great episode. It kind of uh, gets my, it's one of my favorites that I've done recently. Uh, but this one will be pretty good too. So, so stay tuned. And, and again, in that podcast, I said, hey, I want to just talk about my manifesto. So what a manifesto is my public declaration of values, views, and directions. So what I wanted to really say with my manifesto is how business should operate. What I'm finding is talking to, to people in my daily journey, uh, whether it's you know, colleagues, friends, uh, other businesses. And, you know, I would think post-COVID, you know, we would have kind of gotten back to some sort of sense of normal, but it just seems like it's accelerating. People just don't have enough bandwidth. People are stressed. You know, communication is terrible. It's just tough out there right now. One of the things I wanted to uh, put down on paper was just my list of things. And this, unfortunately, it's, it's quite a bit. It's about 28. But this is how business should operate. And again, they're just statements. It's just my opinion. I'm going to try to back it up with some facts and some information. Today's episode, you know, what I want to talk about is that companies, businesses, should, and organizations, the team members and the customers should share a common vision, mission, core values, and culture. Right? That's, that's a lot. I'm going to try to, you know, pack it not too tight. I uh, just kind of want to make a distinction between each and kind of how they all interact. Again, this is not just for business. It could be organizations. It could be for, you know, education or not-for-profit or any type of organization. Anywhere there's a bunch of people, right? You have, to have, you have to have leadership. You have to have vision. You have to have a mission. You have to have core values, and you have to have culture. Now, core, culture is a byproduct of a lot of these things, and sometimes culture is, is intentional. Sometimes it's not. Now, uh, I'm going to reference... In part of this, it's a book that I listened to on audiobook in a in a road trip um, a month or so ago. It was, it was called "Full Steam Ahead: Unleash the Power of Vision in Your Work and Your Life." It's by Ken Blanchard and Jesse Lynn Stoner. And again, those of you Ken Blanchard, One Minute Manager, uh, you could get this on Amazon, both as a book, a Kindle, or uh, an audiobook, like I did on Audible. So that this is kind of the basis. So a lot of the stuff in here I'm going to mention will come from that book. So I just want to credit that appropriately. But before we begin, let's talk about some numbers. All right. A recent Gallup workplace survey said only 22% of U.S. employees believe their leadership has a clear direction for the organization. All right. So what does that tell you? That says 78% don't believe that. So, you know, more than two-thirds, more than 75% of the people in your organization do not believe that leadership has a clear direction for the organization. I mean, that's 75 out of 100. That's a, that's a lot. Okay, If that doesn't wake you up, if you're leadership, if you're C-suite, if you're a business owner, if you're uh, the leadership team, 
this should wake you up. But if it doesn't, and you're just on autopilot, and 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 you're probably feeling a lot of the the, the problems and stress and wondering why. Well, this is it right here because most of your team members don't believe you have a clue. I continue. Most leaders do not include a significant number of people in shaping the vision, purpose, and direction of the organization. Now, I've witnessed this firsthand. I've worked with some companies where where the ownership they would they would say, "Hey, here's our vision statement," and they wouldn't run it past anyone. They wouldn't get any feedback. And, and that's okay. You know, if you're a privately held business, if you're the owner, you have that right to do that. But the vision statement was just so nebulous. It was so, it just didn't really connect to what the company did. And, and therefore, the, the employees were like, they weren't excited about the vision. Um, and customers didn't really even understand the vision. So, you know, a vision, it, you know, it, again, the vision it, it is a public declaration of where you want your company to go, and it's it's big picture. And I'm, I'm going to talk about that in, in a minute, the, the definition of that. So here we go. So vision is knowing who you are. That means what is your significant purpose, where you're going, and that's a picture of the future, and what will guide you on your journey. And that, that means your clear values, and really it's core values. And sometimes the vision has core values, and sometimes core values are stated separately. But I'm going to give some examples of uh, you know three or four companies, and I've got some honorable mentions, which I thought were pretty cool. So that's at the end. I hope you enjoy that. And I continue, just some additional vision definition. Vision is a clear, inspiring, and aspirational statement that outlines the long-term goals, purpose, and desired future state of the organization. Now, now take in mind, that's future state. This is where we're going. It's not the day-to-day. Okay, that's, that's more what the mission is or purpose. It serves as a guiding beacon that aligns the actions, decisions, and efforts of the employees, stakeholders, and partners towards a common direction. And again, having a clear vision keeps you out of trouble. Again, I go back to the pandemic or really any crisis that a business faces. That vision is the anchor. That vision is the instrument panel in an airplane that keeps you from, from doing the wrong thing. Okay, it... it, it a lot of times, you know, we have things in business that pop up like, oh, let's do that or let's do this or let's me too that or the, what I call the church of what's happening now. But the vision will get you back on track. That's all I'm saying. A well-crafted company vision not only outlines what the company aims to achieve, but also encapsulates its values, principles, and the positive impact it seeks to make in the world. It provides a sense of purpose, motivation, and unity helping to drive the company's growth, innovation, and strategic initiatives. Anyway, the vision is important. So if you don't have a vision, this is a, another point, another podcast, but you show me a company where you don't have leadership and vision, I'm going to show you chaos. All right? So that's another podcast. That's a whole another, another discussion. But this is going to foreshadow that. Again, this goes back to the book that I just referenced, The Full Steam Ahead. So there's really three elements uh, to, to a vision. You must have a significant purpose a clear picture of the future, and clear values are what I call core values. So, and, th- and again, this is still from the book. It's so how is, and again, this is the vision process, how it's created. So there's a few things you have to consider. First of all, you have to take a current assessment of the state of your business organization. It's got to be a real hard look in the mirror, and, and, and you got to know where you're at to know where you're going. Again, you have to have two points, a starting point and a, and a destination. So you have to have to take a look in the mirror and say, this is really where we're at and this is how we're going to change and why we want to change. So then you create or state the vision, but you want to be aware of what the book calls, uh, uh, the authors call creative tension. Now what that is, that's balancing the new direction you want to go and then getting pulled back to the old ways. Because it's very, very easy to slip back into the old ways like, oh, that's the way we used to do it. 
change is hard. Again, that's another point I'm going to have is change is the only constant. So you got to be aware of, of that. Don't let change or don't let the old ways pull you back in. Vision can start anywhere, but it's best if it comes from the top. I, I've worked with people that they want to change the company, but they're too far down the food chain, right? They're, they're, they're a lower level manager and they have you know, great intentions. Again, you, you can have a vision for yourself personally. And, 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 and that vision is you know, basically how you act and, and how you, you react to things. So you can have a personal vision. You can maybe even have a vision for your department or the area you manage. But if it is not in sync and if it's not supported by the company and the upper management and the leadership and the owners, it's not going to go anywhere. It's going to be very, very frustrating. All right, next one, get people involved at all levels. I mean, if the, if the person at the bottom of the organizational chart, now again, not to mean that degrading, but your entry-level people, if they don't understand the vision, if they're not part of it, it's not, it's, it's gotta be for everyone or it's not going to work. And again, uh, you know, change is inevitable. I mean, that's part of, of casting a vision is, is we are going to change. So, you know, if people don't want change, it's best to get them off the train early because all they're going to do is sabotage that effort and they're going to make it more difficult. Okay. And you know, you know that. So number two, it's how, how's it communicated? A vision has to be ongoing. It, if that it's top of mind, leadership has to talk about the vision and they have to practice it and it has to be shared it can't be just a slogan right it can't be a program of the month or the church of what's happening now and you have to keep communicating it communicate it and you have to get people involved at all levels and you got to help get people on board if possible and that's what i was mentioning a moment ago if you can't get people on board with the new direction of the company they got to go because it's just not going to work out. Okay, we've and you know you know this is true, and I've seen this, I've witnessed this firsthand. And then again, set goals as you're going through this change. Set goals, and then you celebrate them. You know, little victories help a long way. All right, so it's how how it's communicated. All right, next one, then how it's lived. This is probably the most important. You, you know what the goals and plans that you lay out. It's got to be aligned with the vision. You can't say, hey, we want to be the best. And then a lot of things you're laying out are keeping you from being the best. Okay, there has, there has to be alignment. There has to be congruency with that. Okay, you got to learn from the past but not live in it. You know, there, there's nothing wrong with, with keeping some of the ways of the past, especially if it was world-class best practices. But you don't want to live in the past. Oh, that's the way we used to do it. Okay, people don't want to hear that. Okay, let's move forward. Okay, let's work in the present. Let's plan for the future. And look, we have to create support structures. That means processes, systems, policies, and procedures to support the new vision. And then, again, kind of started with this one. Leaders must lead the vision. They have to limit, if they live it, then the team lives it, right? So it's lead by example, because leadership is influence. Again, as my friend and John Maxwell, you hear me say this a lot, he says, businesses and organizations rise and fall in leadership, all right? All right, so let's talk about mission. So, so we got our vision. We know what that is. That's the big picture. Mission. A mission explains how you will achieve your vision. It's the action steps. It helps create the plan to accomplish your goals. Having a mission lets you describe the journey that you want to take. A well-crafted mission statement serves as a strategic compass guiding the company's day-to-day decisions, actions, and priorities while reflecting its unique identity and distinctiveness. It communicates the company's identity, direction, and contributions both internally and, well, actually internally to the employees and externally to the customers, partners, and the broader community. All right, so that's mission. Now, core values. What are the core values? Well, a company's core values are the root values and beliefs from which 
the basis on which the organization and its employees operate from. They ultimately serve as the guiding light that steers the company attitude and behavioral and behavior towards others. And this is from Forbes.com. But I'll continue. I'll offer a few more definitions. Well-defined core values reflect the organization's identity, priorities, and aspirations, fostering a sense of unity and shared purpose among its members. These values go beyond mere words on a page. They're actively upheld and integrated into the company's daily operations, helping to shape the reputation and long-term success. All right, so what are, you know, some core values could say, hey, core values could be, uh, you know, mutual respect, uh, work hard, play hard. You know, we, we've heard those kind of before. But we're going to see some in a little bit. Uh, we're going to talk about three companies, and I'm going to share their core values. So you'll kind of get a, a real-world taste of that. So with that, let's jump in. So let's, let's talk about Costco. All right, Costco, um, you know, we all know Costco, really good success story. I consider them a world-class organization. Costco's vision statement is to make their businesses, quote, a place where efficient buying and operating practices give members access to unmatched savings. All right, that's big, broad picture. Uh, you know, not necessarily a future state, uh, or maybe that's what they want to get to. But their mission statement is to continually, again, that's the action, provide our members with quality goods and services at the lowest possible prices. All right, that's pretty clear. Now, here's their values. Since our founding, Costco has operated under the guiding principle of doing the right thing for our members, our employees, our suppliers, our communities, and the environment. We understand that when we do the right thing, good things happen. Now, I, I could argue and say, hey, maybe they need to define what is the right thing. But it's simple, right? It's just, this is our, you do the right thing. And I guess you could always say, that's your excuse. Hey, I did the right thing. So <laughs> I'm just joking there. All right, next one, Chick-fil-A. Um, now, again, their statement, you know, probably going to bother some. But, again, they're a privately held company. And, and their statement is to glorify God by being a faithful steward of all that is entrusted to us to have a positive influence on all who come in contact with Chick-fil-A. Wow, that's a big, you know, broad, you know, it, it, it is, it is a, this is what we want to do. We want to have an influence. We want to be faithful stewards of, of what we've got. But their mission statement is to be America's best quick service restaurant at winning and keeping customers. Now, they don't talk about the food or the quality or the price. They talk about service. And if you've been through Chick-fil-A, you know that's true. Now, here are their values. Customer first, personal excellence, continuous improvement, working together, and stewardship. And again, stewardship means taking care of something that doesn't belong to you and, and doing it well. All right? So that's, that's Chick-fil-A. Now let's talk about Apple. Apple's vision statement is to make the best products on earth and to leave the world a better place than we found it. Wow. Now, does that sound like Steve Jobs? It sure does to me. Uh, Apple's mission statement is to bring the best user experience to customers through innovative hardware, software, and services. Now, that's changed over the years. I think Steve Jobs had a little more uh, in-depth one. But anyway, I still like that. Now, I had to go to a different slide on the core values because they have a lot of core values. And I'll read these real quick. So Apple's core values. We believe we're on the face of the earth to make great products. Wow. We believe in the simple, not the complex. We believe that we need to own and control the primary technologies behind the products we make. We participate only in markets where we can make a significant contribution. We believe in saying no to thousands of projects so we can really focus on the few that are truly important and meaningful to us. We believe in deep collaboration and cross-pollination 
of our groups, which allows us to innovate in a way that others can't. We don't settle for anything less than excellence in every group in the company, and we have the self-honesty to admit when we're wrong and the courage to change. Now, that is, now imagine if everything you did, you ran it through that core values, their mission, and their vision. Okay, that's what keeps Apple, now again, I'm not a financial expert or guru, but I think Apple has more cash in the bank than most companies are worth. In fact, they probably have more cash in the bank in, than some of the gross domestic product of, of most countries. So Apple's successful. This is what they do. And again, I don't know anyone personally that works at Apple, but my assumption is they live this out. All right, here's some honorable mention mission statements. I thought these were great. Uh, uh, here's the first one, Warby Parker. It's the glasses company. You've probably seen that ad on TV. We believe that buying glasses should be easy and fun. should leave you with happy and good-looking with money in your pocket. We also believe that everyone has the right to see. I like that. Okay, that's big, <clears throat> big picture, long term. Nike, do everything possible to expand human potential. Wow, that's very broad and that's very long term. Um, it, you know, obviously what they do is more towards athletics and, you know, the physical being, but that's, uh, you know, I like that. Uh, chubbies. Now, this is, this is actually probably my favorite. To cre- and this is a clothing uh, apparel. To create the most well-rounded, custom-built for the weekend apparel on the planet. And not only that, a brand built by and for our community and 100% centered on that Friday at 5 o'clock feeling. (laughs) That is awesome. I love that. I mean, that is, you get the picture. I mean, you know exactly what they're about. All right. Last one, and and I'm going to mention this, um, and there's there's a reason. So Southwest Airlines, and as you probably are aware, earlier this year they had problems with their computer and Mad passengers left people stranded, you know, just a host of perfect storm. But their mission statement is to be the world's most loved, most efficient, and the most profitable airline. Now, the reason I save that to last is you got to be careful what your mission statement is. Again, to be the world's most loved, most efficient, most profitable. Well, the debacle they had early in 2023, I think, really showed that, hey, put a tarnish on the, on that on that mission statement. So that means to me somewhere... They got off of the mission statement, which means they got off their uh, or their vision. They got off their mission, and then they probably got off their core values because their their mission statement really just went down the tubes. Okay, so I hope they come back. I, and I'm in the DFW area, Dallas Fort Worth area. I, I love Southwest. I that's usually my airline of choice, uh, especially if it's domestic. And um, you know, and I hopefully they they will rebound. I think think they will. Again, they got to get back to that. They got to get back to what is the vision. They got to get back to the mission, the values, core values, and they have to have leadership. Right. Last one we're going to kind of land on is culture. According to Indeed.com, uh, business culture refers to the set of behavioral and procedural norms that can be observed within a company, which includes policies, procedures, ethics, values, employee behaviors, and attitudes. It also makes up the personality of the company, and defines the work environment whether it's like professional, casual, and again, to me, culture is kind of the, you know, the, 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 what you see on the surface with all the other stuff, you know, with the vision and the mission and the values. Culture is kind of the, the ball that's, that, that surrounds that. The, the, the culture is the result of all of that. And again, it could be intentional or unintentional. But again, and again, this is me, you know, my opinion, culture is how people feel about work the Sunday night before the work week begins. 
Have you ever worked in a toxic or bad culture and had the pit in the bottom of your stomach? You felt sick on a Sunday afternoon or you're having stressful dreams about work on the weekend. And, you know, one time I had, the, in the, no, this is true, I had a colleague tell me he started to dread going back to work on Monday at 5.30 on Friday. I mean, that's terrible. I mean, he, he's not even done with his current work week and he's already dreading the next work week. It's not supposed to be that way. That's why I'm, I'm, you know, that's why I have this series. Business is not supposed to be like that. All right. So, um, oh, and again, I'll, I'll continue. Companies with a strong corporate culture see a four times increase, 4x increase in revenue growth compared to companies with a weak culture or let's say a toxic culture. And that was a source of the Harvard Business Review. One last statement. Company culture statistics show that 69% of organizations that properly adapted and survived the COVID pandemic claim that a healthy culture gave them a competitive advantage. Senior management of the company stated that a strong culture made it much easier to implement and adapt new policies. All right, there you go. Culture is important. Anyway, that's it. That's uh, This one's a wrap. going to put this one in the can. And I hope you enjoyed it. Again, this was the uh, Platinum Business Break podcast, The Way Business Should Be, Part 4. Again, we talked about vision, mission, values, and culture. I hope you enjoyed it. And we'll have another one again next week. Again, this is going to be a long series. So, uh, again, I think I mentioned before I might turn this into a book. So, uh, stay tuned. You're getting a preview of this. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. Again, it's Platinum Business Consulting. Uh, hey, and if you need some help with any, if any of this resonates with you and you'd like to reach out to us for help, let us know. It's uh, info at platinumbusinessconsulting.com or just go to our website, platinumbusinessconsulting.com. There's a contact form on the lower part of the first page, and uh, we'd love to talk with you. But again, we don't hear from you we can't help you anyway thanks for listening thanks for watching and we'll see you next time bye